Hey, welcome to The Conversation. You're listening to Andy Mason, and this is authentic conversations around the messy intersection of faith, family, and business. And this is an experiment today. I am actually, we've just taken off in a plane. My wife is sitting right beside me, and I'm going to attempt to record a podcast as we're flying between Greenville, South Carolina, and Washington, D.C., uh, which has spent two days in a business that I love. They're doing a phenomenal job of really building a kingdom culture of excellence, integrity, innovation, and seeing God do wonderful things as they grow. And then we're heading up, and we've got a couple of days in kind of Pennsylvania. We're actually celebrating our wedding anniversary, and then we'll be flying home. So here's to a new way of recording in the air, and we'll see if the quality and sound is is okay if you hear something in the background that's probably um, being offered a drink or who knows what could go on this could be quite exciting so today i want to just chat to you about uh, what sets us apart uh, what's the foundational key or scripture or anchor to why i launched heaven in business and what is really the core scripture of everything that i do and how we even come with up with that so if I go back a little bit of time, if for those of you that want to grab a Bible and follow along with me, this is found in Exodus 33. It's the story around Moses. And uh, for me personally, it was a few years back, I'd been invited, or not invited, but actually signed up to go as a guest to a conference in uh, with Itzel Voso, uh, his transformational leadership one. And I was there and... It was there was a series of things that kind of compounded together to make me wonder what on earth was going on. Not the least of it being in Hawaii on my own and missing my wife and wondering, God, why am I even here? And I remember going back to the hotel room, uh, skipping out of a session, and just like, God, what is going on? I'm feeling unsettled. Uh, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, I'm confused and so I just went back to the hotel room and I was praying and as I was praying for a period of time I was kind of drawn so for me that would be a thought in my head to look up Exodus 33 and I start reading through and I'm reading through the story where Moses is on the mountain with God and uh, the people the three million men of Israel plus women and children that he's leading across the desert into the promised land and he gets to this point where he's up on this mountain and uh, they've experienced incredible miracles of Red Sea being parted of Pharaoh's army being destroyed the provision of God the protection of God the power of God the direction of God leading them to where they are And at the point when the Israelites actually reject God and make a golden calf, God wants to destroy them. And Moses says, well, God, if you're going to destroy them, blot me out also. That's this whole message around not without my family. That's a separate story. But for me, it was what came next. God says the next point, he says, okay, um, I'm not going to go with you. I will, your version of success, your version of accomplishment, whether that's, Uh, growing a particular business if it's growing a ministry or serving in a local church or serving on your school whatever it is that for you is success the promise realized he goes you guys can go and do that because I said I'd give you that 
but I'm not going to go with you. I'm going to send my angel with you. And Moses says, no, no, if that's going to be the case, I would rather die here in the desert with your presence, the person of God with us, rather than achieving success without your presence with us. And it got me thinking, what's the difference between an angel and the very person or presence of God? And I unpacked that scripture and what I've come to realize is an angel going with the Israelites across that desert gave them provision, protection, power and direction. Actually got them to where they wanted to go, protected them with a massive sword, directed them the fire by night and cloud by day, uh, water from the rock, all of these different things. But there's a difference between that and the very presence of God. And sometimes we confuse it. We think the presence of miracles is what separates us. It's like, no, there's something far more because there's people that do miracles but are just as stressed out, jacked up with anxiety as everybody else. It's not the only thing that distinguishes you. So I read on in Exodus 33, 14 to 16, it says this, okay, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Well, thank you for staking with me. We just had the announcement from the hostess that the plane ride is going to be safe and secure and they're going to be serving us a drink. So you get to enjoy that with me. So if we continue, this passage where we get to in Exodus 33, 14 to 16, where God answers Moses and says, Okay, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. And that greatly impacted me because it says there's a difference between provision protection power and direction what i think is evidence of god with me and the very person of god with me where he says my presence will go with you and i will give you rest what is the difference between those two it's this the very peace of god knowing that his presence with me psalm 91 says this massive arms surrounding me it's the tangible person of God with me, evidenced by peace. It's also evidenced by joy and life. But one of the things for me that is foundational is this presence of peace with me. Jesus said, when you enter a village or a town, say peace to this house. It wasn't just a greeting. It was actually releasing the spirit of shalom into that environment, physical financial mental emotional relational and that will happen anywhere as a visitation but if we will build a culture or a lifestyle where the presence of God will remain on someone's life that is what God was promising Moses my presence will go with you and he says this and I will give you rest that doesn't mean you're gonna have eight hours sleep a night or sleep in in the morning it's more that my identity and my value comes from being locked into him so I can rest in this knowing that I am already loved accepted adored and connected that God is with me and I don't have to be afraid it's a statement of identity I get to live from rest not for rest I don't have to perform my way into heaven it is already locked in and anchored because of what Jesus has done but get this here's what Moses says afterwards this is verse 15 if your presence does not go with us do not bring us up from here 
as in I would rather die in this stinking wilderness with these miserable people than achieve success without the person of God. For then, how will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight except you go with us? So shall we be separate or distinguished, your people and I, from all the people on the face of the earth. So what's the key? Is it miracles that distinguish us? Yeah, they're good. They cause you to stand out. But they're not the ultimate defining or distinguishing factor between you and the people around you. Is it the voice of God? Well, the voice of God is great because it gives you direction. But that's not the defining feature. The greatest defining feature between those that are walking with God and those that are not is the very person of God with us, the peace of God that surrounds me and an identity that is anchored. It's this, Psalm 16. says, I have set the Lord always before me because I'm constantly aware of his presence. I will not be moved. It's being unshaken regardless of what's happening in the company, what's happening at home, what's happening in the government, what's happening in any situation anywhere. I am unmoved. And as I grow in my connection and awareness with God with me, then I grow in confidence and security and peace. And I get to see the presence, power, direction, protection of God in the process. That is the greatest privilege of humanity, is to host or walk with the presence of God. Jesus came, he said, my name is his name was Emmanuel, which means God with us. I've seen and I've walked with people who've done great miracles. I've seen and walked with people that do great accomplishments and achieve great things and give great amounts of money away. And their life is no different to some of the people around them. But then there's others that live quietly and confidently and they carry the peace and presence of God regardless of what's going on. I love this, what is said, is I refuse to have a life that is absent of the miraculous, the provision, the protection, the power, the direction of God. But I refuse to walk in that alone because that is not what is an indication of success. It's friendship with God. It's knowing that He knows me, that my connection with Him is the greatest thing in all of life because otherwise I can get to the end of my life and say, well, didn't I build this in your name? I bought this great company. It changed the world. I served my city. I gave away this money, I did these miracles, I raised the dead, all these things. And to hear him say, but I never knew you. As in, you can do those things based on your gifting, ability, or talent. But the one thing you cannot fake, that you cannot just operate out of your gift, is the very person of God with us. So why is that so important? Because that's just as Moses said, for how will we be distinguished or separate from the people around us? other than you go with us. And then God answers this. He says, I will also do this thing you have spoken. For you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. That's what my greatest desire is. That's what my greatest desire is for you. That's the greatest core of all that we do with heaven and business, with my life. That I want to be known first as a friend of God, second in everything else that we do. That's why we slow down. That's why we prioritize connection with Him in every meeting, in every planning, 
in all the strategies that we do. That is the key of everything. And without that, we have got nothing. I trust this has encouraged you. Um, I, I encourage you to actually go back over that Exodus 33 and all that you do. Test that. Uh, check that back in your life. It's that number one is not without your presence. We will not go on from here. But then secondly, once I know that God is with me, I will not stop for the world. There is no place that can be dangerous for me when the presence of God is for me. Well, there's no place that's difficult when the presence of God is with me because I can lean in and anchor myself with that and face every fear, every situation, every victory knowing that He is my source. It is God with us. If this has been helpful, I encourage you to grab the book God With You at Work. You can find that on Amazon. And if you want to find out more, check out heavenandbusiness.com or authentic solutions.com. Trust this has been great for you. If you have any questions or comments, don't hesitate to email me, Andy at authentic solutions.com. And we'll see you on the ground next week.